Hello, hello, hello. All right, welcome back to today's episode. I'm your host, Jenna Barbu, uh, gut health practitioner, certified nutritionist for chronic illness. Today, we're actually going to talk to Wendy Verway. You might have heard this name prior to this episode. The reason being is that Wendy Verway has been part of my world for a long time, and she actually asked a very phenomenal question and then gave us a lot of insight in the Supplement Regimen Masterclass. So if you go back to my past episodes, she makes a really important point. And actually, I wanted her back. So this that supplement regimen class we did in April of 2023, we are now recording this in January 2024. I wanted her back on, I knew at the time I did not have a podcast. And I told her, I said, because like I said, I did not have a podcast. And at the time I knew, I was like, we have to do something together where we talk about this one point. And the point is of self-advocate, uh, self-advocating yourself around the knowledge and investments And these tycoons that invest in supplements, that invest in docu-series, that invest in information that is spewed out into the world and that we know to be quote-unquote true. And she is your go-to person for that. So Wendy, no further ado, please introduce yourself. Tell us what you do, where you are, where you're coming from. Tell us. Oh, thank you, Jetta. I'm so excited that we're finally doing this. Um, Neither of us had a podcast when... Yes. Masterclass happened. And now both of us are here and we have our own shows and we get this opportunity. How beautiful. Right? Oh, it's oh such a beautiful round, like full circle moment. I love it. Yes. Like we've, we've grown up together. <laughs> we really have. Like. <laughs> we really have. Last year was all sorts of crazy and we just like, we cheered each other on and that's, that's what it's all about too. Having the people in your in your circle and in your corner that's like, I see you. I see what you're doing. I see you. I am looking at you. I know what you're doing. So, yes. Thank you. Same, 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 same. So, a little bit about me. So, I'm Wendy. I am in Alberta, Canada. um, And I don't have any background in gut health. (laughs) I don't have any major background in um, the financial world, but I've learned learned through living. Um, yeah. I was a corporate employee for many, many years. I've dealt with chronic back issues, had a number of surgeries, all kinds of different things. Um, but yeah, being a corporate employee for a really long time and then losing some family members really just kind of opened my eyes to, I'm not actually living. Like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm just yes. kind of surviving every day and that doesn't feel good anymore. Um, so I took some steps and I, I self-advocated. I uh, figured out how to take control of my money. Um, I got divorced. That wasn't part of the whole self. Yeah. It's, it's never, it's never part of it. It's never part of it, but it has a really important part to it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Like I was in this space where I was a corporate employee. I was married. I was doing all these things. And then suddenly like the rug got pulled out from under me and I was a single mom and needed to figure out what the hell I was doing with my life. So I started with my money and I really took control of my money and I learned how to invest. Um, And, you know, I just started taking some courses and I worked with a money coach and looked at what is my situation? What money do I have to spend? How am I earning it? Do I agree with the way that I'm earning it? How am I spending it? Is that spending in alignment with what I actually want in my life? 
all of those kinds of questions I started asking myself. And by doing that and really simplifying everything down to the core of what do I want my life to feel like, I was able to let go of so many things that were holding me back to the point that I retired from that corporate job at 41 as a single mother. Wait. Okay. So let's repeat this. You have no background in health. You have no background in financial, but through self-advocacy and literally asking yourself, what do I want to feel like? That's how you ended up retiring yourself at 41? At 41. Yep. Single mom. Yep. Okay. So we, so I no hope I, no, no inheritance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no sugar daddy. Oh man. <laughs> so this is why i wanted you on this podcast doing this episode because out of everybody that i know that does money and that does like money in a way of like investment in things like that not like because we had yesenia on the show and she's a money guru and she's amazing she tells you how to save and do all those things but self-advocating for yourself in a much different way so Let's get into it. So in the Supplement Regimen Masterclass, um, I pretty much the entire class was learning how to differentiate between the marketing, understanding why it's important, because a lot of people miss this one part. They say, oh, well, who cares that, you know, uh, um, AG1, the green, the greens company, who cares if they're owned by like Johnson & Johnson? Who cares if they're owned by it, right? And yes, to a point, because who who cares? I do. Me. Because those companies also, they have the right, once they buy out pharmacies, supplements, uh, uh, smoothie places, coffee places, cafes, uh, food markets, once they buy them out, the same values and morals are instilled within that company. And this all brings back together, like I said, it's a full circle episode, if you will. This is why it's so important to understand your values and morals and coming back to what Wendy said, how you want to feel. Because if we can do that and we also now have our brain now has evidence on black and white paper, now you're like, okay, now I know that's why I'm not going to do AG1 Greens. I know I'm not going to, you know, do supplements from uh, from Eden's Garden, from uh, smarty pants from right in in that class I talked about all these I think it was over 150 companies and that was just the bare minimum and now I just just so you also Wendy that list has grown and and I also want to update everybody on this iron zinc multivitamins prenatals vitamin b d k and c are now officially as as per CDC is now part of the black box warning. Yes. Black box warning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh black box warning is is uh very interesting. Yes. The black box warning is uh basically saying uh we are taking this at our own risk. So these other supplements that you are seeing, like AG1, does not have a black box warning. However, it is owned by Big Pharma now. 
It was not before. Okay, let's let's make this understood. This company, AG One Greens, this is the only one that's coming up to my mind right now because it's really really popular. And I swear, I see their I see their commercials like every other minute. You know. Okay. Um. So you know that you know they're also investing a lot on marketing, right? So with that being said, I know this and I know this to be true. But Wendy, so I did my own research. But Wendy, tell us how we can do that on our own. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have the world at our fingertips at this point, right? I mean, um, that's what the internet is a beautiful thing. It can definitely be a beautiful thing. You've got all of this access to all of this information um, whenever you're ready for it. So what we talked about in in the masterclass, Jetta had this list of all of these different companies and what um, what company owned them. So really, Google is your best friend here. What you can do is Google whatever food item, whatever supplement, um, whatever product you're using, you can Google it and get to a page. If you scroll down, usually at the very bottom of the page, there'll be a spot that says investor relations or investors investments, um, something like that. And if you scroll down there, you will get some more information about who owns that company which is fascinating. <laughs> um, yep. So, you know, an example, just a food example, when I was first getting into investing, I was looking at every product, right? Like once you start, and and so when I talk about investing, like I was investing in individual companies and it was such an eye-opening experience and it still is to this day. Like I can't look at anything without wondering who owns that? <laughs> Where does that come from? Yeah, um, yep. You know, there was... Because I, so I have a masterclass called vote with your dollars and it's all about becoming more of an investor than a consumer. Um, you know, it talks about using the products that you already have in your home that you already buy, right? You're investing in those companies by buying those things. Same as any kind of supplement. You're investing in that company by buying that. Yes. Supplement. So is this something yes. that you actually want to encourage and want more of in the world? You need to do a little bit of research and it doesn't have to be hard. So in that masterclass, I talk a little bit about, you know, understanding what your values are and all of that kind of stuff. But getting back to the example, like looking around, I can't unsee it now. Like every product that I look at, yeah. you know, I've got, I have an iPhone. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I'll look at Apple and see, okay, do I actually agree with what they're doing? Do I want to be part of that? Do I want that to be part of my life? Um, one day I was looking for a new company to research, to do some investing on. And my son um he wanted some ice cream. I'm like, Ooh, ice cream. We like ice cream. Um, so I had, I had some ice cream in the house, shockingly. <laughs> and I yeah. gave it out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, Briar's ice cream. Who makes Briar's ice cream? Because the companies, I mean, nowadays, right. It's everything is owned by these big conglomerates. So it is. Yes. Briar's ice cream. And at the time, I don't know, maybe it's different now, but at the time I just Googled Briar's ice cream and find out, Oh, it's owned by Unilever which also owns all kinds of other companies, <laughs> right? Yes. And so when you start looking yes. at, okay, and I'm not, I don't know a whole ton about Unilever, the company itself. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it owns a lot of different things. And as a company, when you look at a business, a business exists to make money, right? That's what it is there to do. Um, so a Unilever, for example, or any other kind of big, massive corporation, you know, it will have uh, a supplement 
branch or, you know, an ice cream branch and a chocolate branch and a, a cleaning products branch, right? And yep. when you think a business, if you were setting up a business and you had all these different branches, you're going to try and consolidate some different things, right? Your supply chain, all kinds of stuff. Yep. And so that's when you start to lose control of the product quality um, because it's become too big, right? So really when you Google any company, like if you Google Briar's ice cream, you Google Unilever, and then you can scroll down, like I said, just scroll down to the very, very, very bottom of the web page. And most of them, you know, they'll have like the contact about us, um, you know, those kind of headlines. Most websites will have that. Anything that's publicly traded will also have a spot that says investor relations. And that's where you can look up annual reports for that company. You can see, are they making money? Are they losing money? Why? You'll have a letter from the CEO. Typically, if it's a good company, you'll have a letter from the CEO talking about the previous year's performance. And they'll talk about, we, we bought this company, we sold off this asset. Um, and some of it is going to sound Greek, right? I mean, like I said, I don't know, I don't have a financial background. I didn't actually go to university, but (laughs) I learned what's important to me and I learned which pieces to look out for right? When you can start between the lines and start to see patterns in language. Um, You know, when, when the companies are, they're looking out for shareholder interest, which is great as an investor, not always great as a consumer, you need to sort of have that critical thinking. And that's just going on to the annual reports, um, the investor relations pages, just seeing like, what is their marketing? What are they telling the shareholders? Um, you get a really good sense of the company itself and what changes have been made in the last quarter of last year. Do you recommend any, or if you can tell us maybe like three things to look out for when we are reading things like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely look for, um, as an investor in a company itself, not necessarily the, the product consumer, but I would look for a letter from the CEO right? If, if the okay. annual report, so you want to look at the annual report, first of all, because mm-hmm. it'll give you a good cross section and you can see kind of what have the big changes been. And you can go back years. These are, a um, the annual report is an SEC document that needs to be filed by every corporation that is publicly traded. So you're saying, so all the things that we see, like I go into my grocery store and I'm like, I want to know Kellogg's. You're saying like Kellogg's is going to have years. Like what are we talking? Seven, 10, 15 years of reports? Probably at least 10 they'll have online. Probably more than that. Wow. Yeah. And so you can go back and you can see, did they change the CEO, right? Did the CEO come from a different company? And what is their stance? Even on that, even just understanding the CEO and their personality, you can look, you can get their name. You can go on YouTube, find videos of them talking (laughs) to get a really good sense of, are they a good human? Do I trust this person? Not only with my money, but with my health, if it's, you know, kind of a supplement product or, or something like that. Like you get a really good sense of whoever's in charge of this thing. Do I agree with their values? Okay. And that's, that's really good because I just actually wanted to say this too. I said, when I, when I made this class, I rig- I originally wanted to make it about a few main supplement companies. I just wanted to yeah. make it about a few, but I went down this rabbit hole. Oh yeah. 
I went down this rabbit hole and I'm like, this person bought out Garden of Eden. That same person bought out Smarty Pants. The same person bought. And I was like, who is this person? And I typically am not the person I'm like, don't trust Google. Okay. Dr. Google. No, don't trust it. Right. But this was something that I that I I felt really eager to continue leaning into, and this all comes back to like we need to understand that there's a very very uh, we understand the mental health part of this mm-hmm. because there is a time and a place for everything. There's definitely a time and a place to be like you know I've been taking these supplements maybe for three months maybe a year um, and Maybe you're not seeing results. Maybe you're like, I had results at first and now I'm not seeing anything, right? My biggest thing is maybe the company is not saying who they are not who they are saying they are, right? And I think that's where that mental health part needs to kick in because if we're going, and I, I, I was like this before. I was very, very, it was like health obsessed, not health conscious, right? And I was like, okay, who owns this company? Who owns that? Um, uh, What does this ingredient, what does that entail? What does this, you know, and you all, and you get into your own head, right? And you're like, oh my God, now I I can't have anything on the shelves. Now I can't have anything on. At that point. (laughs) Exactly. 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 And it's like, okay. Let's just stop for a second because we still have to survive. We still have to eat. We still have to sleep. We still have to get in movement. We still have to be basic in the elite. Or, oh my God, basic in the late. Elite in the basics. <laughs> we, still, <laughs> we still have to do that. So without, do, without going down this rabbit hole, and this is why I created the masterclass, I was like, I'll go down this rabbit hole. I'll go down it. You know, and if you have not listened to this episode or if you have not seen the the masterclass, just go back onto like wherever you're listening on Apple on Spotify, just go back and go because it's actually set in three parts. Um, so three episodes because it's a very, it was a long class to be very honest. Um, one, yeah. one of my longest classes, but because it's <laughs> such, such a uh, necessary info because of that, we're starting at that. I started with just a few companies and then that led into more and more companies, which then led to over 150 companies. And now it's even more companies. So it's more and more companies that are being bought out. So definitely doing your own research is helpful. Don't get into like this like crazy thing. And that's why people like Wendy, you exist. That's why people like me exist, right? Because this is our job. This is our job, right? Like, like this is what we do. This is our quote unquote, our nine to five, right? So if you are not that person and you are looking up in exactly how Wendy was like, yeah, if this sounds like Greek to you, like go and message Wendy, go. Like I urge you to message her and be like, is this the right thing? Am I looking at the right thing? Because I know, I know Wendy. I've known Wendy for two years now. It's been, yeah, it's about two years. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow, I've I've yeah, time flies. Yeah. Like we grew up together, okay? <laughs> We've been having fun. <laughs> We've been having fun. Yeah. And uh uh I know that you'll help people, but I also want to mention this very uh I guess intricate and delicate dance that we do with being health conscious, right? 
in all the things, I'm a, I'm a person that I don't believe in taking supplements. It has to be the last of the last of the last. Again, time and place for everything. If there are some serious medications that you must be on, then make sure that you are supplementing all the, the micronutrients and the nutrients that your said prescription pill is actually depleting you of. Because yes, this is a very true thing and not many people are aware the link that you can do this in, there's a link now. I'm so happy for it. It's being updated uh, yearly now. Uh, but if you want to check this out, Wendy, even for you, it's called mm. mytavin.com. So M-Y-T-A-V-I-N.com. It is owned by Functional Medicine Doctors, which is also a big, big uh, deal because Functional medicine doctors are known to supplement. The way that they are taught mm -hmm. is to supplement, right? Yeah. But it's owned by them. And what you get versus prescribe, exactly. Yeah. So so when you go to mytavin.com, what you get, let's say you do um uh let's say you do like a, a blood pressure medication, okay? Mm -hmm. And you search up your name of the blood pressure medication. Uh and it has maybe two, three, it just it comes up as a page on research done. Mm -hmm. And it gives you the grade of the research. So you also know like if it's a D-level research, you're like, okay, it's not that great, but it's still viable, which yeah. that's important. If it's a C, okay, it's a little bit better. If it's a B, it's like, it's pretty good. If it's an A, it's like, this is really good research, okay? Mm -hmm. And it gives you that, and it gives you the information on why that prescription pill actually depletes you of X, Y, Z, whatever that may be, right? Mm -hmm. So this is really, really important again, because if that is the case, right? Let's say your doctor says, hey, like, I want to put you, I'm going to say a really, really popular one. I, I want to put you on Ozempic, right? And now people are starting to take Ozempic as a weight loss, quote unquote, supplement, right? Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. ideal. Okay. For long term, that, that will be an episode within itself. Okay. But pretty much, pretty much don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. It's not okay. It's the same, the same effects on your body as taking Adderall when you don't have ADHD. Mm -hmm. You're going to become dependent on it. You know, we're not doing really good things with our organs after that. Right. So all, the, all these things tend to kind of the, the way that the cookie crumbles is not going to be it for you. Right. Yeah. So let's say your doctor does put you on that because maybe you do have insulin issues. Maybe you are having pain, pancreatic and, uh, uh, really that functionality of diabetes and insulin for you. Maybe that's what's happening right now. And you were put on Ozempic. Okay. The whole thing is to look up Ozempic on mytavin.com and see what it depletes you of. Do not do the supplement. Do the whole food first. This comes back to talking about the supplements within itself because I trust my mytavin because of who it's owned by. Well, I trust my intent because who it's owned by. Absolutely. That's the other piece, right? Like if you're looking at companies and you want to get a good sense of, do I agree with their values and morals and all of that kind of stuff? Look at the management team, look at the CEO, right? Um, look at their social and environmental responsibility, right? And, yeah. and even right now, like the, the tracking of all of that is so subjective and it's so all over the place, <laughs> but just get a sense of what does this company stand for? Are they doing good in the world? Do I agree with what they're doing in the world? Because if you're not, every time you buy it, you're voting with your dollars, right? Um, 
looking at the competitive advantage of the company itself. And again, this is from an investor standpoint, not necessarily um, a health standpoint. But if you look at what is their competitive advantage, is their product superior to another one because of all of the research (laughs) that has been done, all of the top tier research that has been done? Or is it just, um, you know, testimonials from a celebrity? Right. Like, yeah, look at those those things and then also look at the industry trend. Right. Like. Uh, if you look at the number of prescriptions for antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds and all of these sorts of things, that is a trend that is new. Um, so are you just following along with that or do you actually need it? Yeah. Right. So looking at some of those higher level pieces will help make some of these decisions. Um, yeah. Can I give a personal example? <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah, go ahead. So not necessarily again about investing, but for myself, I was diagnosed as um, hypothyroid when I was 20 years old. Um, so I was just, I was in a new town. I was feeling very sluggish. I had had mono and strep throat at the same time. And it was really Ooh, my, man. You know, my first time living on my own. So we were eating like ramen noodles and just you know, in this basement apartment <laughs> and yeah. living the, the starving student kind of life. Um, yep. Anyway, was, every, was I feel so... like every, every, I feel like every university student lived that. And like oh. just saying ramen noodles in an unknown basement is like, right. exactly. We, That's ex- we had inflatable furniture and like milk yes. crate yes. stole where the, where our side yes. table, that, that yes. life is what I was living. Yep. Um, yep. And it was feeling really, really sluggish and whatever. So I was in this new town where I didn't have a family doctor, I didn't have anything, but I was just like, I am not well. And went to the doctor and they, you know, did a bunch of blood work and did some tests and whatever and said, oh, you've got your hypothyroid. So she started me on Synthroid right away. Mm. And a very, by the way, that's a very, very popular medication. So again, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not, you know, diagnosing anybody or telling them what to do at all. I'm just sharing my story. Correct. Um, so correct. I was diagnosed with hypothyroid and was given a very, very low dose of Synthroid. And so I took this Synthroid and I didn't really know what to look out for. You know, at that point, I was 20 years old. I was, you know, out partying all the time and (laughs) doing all the things you do at 20 and not really paying attention to how does this feel in my body and does this make a difference or none of that. And it just was a thing. It was a prescription that I just refilled, you know, every three months. It wasn't super expensive. But, you know, I think it cost $25 for a three-month supply, something like that. And then, you know, as I progressed in careers and things and I got benefits packages and all of that, and and it just went on for years and years and years. And so I had moved the doctor that I had um, at that initial, it was almost like a walk-in clinic because I didn't live in the town. Um, okay. They had some records, but, you know, nothing really worth transferring to anybody. Um, so when I moved to my current place, which I've been for almost 20 years now. I've been with the same doctor for a very, very long time. And I just, again, working out with my trainer and feeling really good, eating really clean. Um, We love you, Kevin. I love Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, my trainer. Um, All of those things. And I was like, I'm feeling really, really good. I know what my body feels like. I know what good feels like. And we had been talking, Kevin and I had been talking about well, you know, what other things are you doing? And, you know, we talk about supplements, we talk about food intake, all of those sorts yeah. of things to get really balanced. And he was like, why are you taking Synthroid? And I'm like, well, way back in the day, I was diagnosed as having hypothyroid. 
And he said, he suggested I do some research and not, not, I, I have not done any research on Synthroid itself. So again, I'm not saying it's a good drug or a bad drug. Um, but the research that I did, I realized I probably don't actually need to be taking this. It's um, meant to be taken short term. Yeah. And, and a lot of people for, are on it for years, for decades, well, for, and yeah. And this was the messaging. Once I got put on it, I was told by the doctor that initially prescribed it, she said, once you start taking this, you'll be on it for life because it will kill your natural thyroid and you'll you'll need this supplement. And my mom said the same thing. My mom has been on Synthroid for many, many decades. All of this, right? This was the messaging that I was given. Oh, once you once you start on this, you can't ever get off of it. And mm-hmm. so I talked yeah. to a functional health medicine, medical doctor and who, you know, she does work with hormones and all kinds of things. And I just asked her the question, I'm like, theoretically, is it possible yeah. to come off of Synthroid? And she said, well, yeah. <laughs> so she helped me work with my doctor to figure out what did I need to do? And so yes. I talked to my doctor and again, it was very, very hard because I, have been, I'm a recovering people pleaser and (laughs) to question my doctor was very hard for me. And like, I went through the whole mental status of it and just looking at, okay, well, if, if I ask him this question and it pisses him off, will he drop me as a patient? Will I have to go find a new doctor? And, you know, these were all the things that were going through my mind as I was afraid of asking the question. And then finally I just, you know, grew a pair and (laughs) decided, no, I'm going to ask him like, is it possible to wean off of this and he said well he said nobody's ever asked me that before i'm like okay interesting so he's like what we'll do is we'll do a baseline blood test and then you'll go off of it i was on a very very low dose so he's like you probably don't have to wean off of it just stop taking it for a while see how you feel it'll take you know a month maybe six weeks to really level everything out then we'll do another blood test and see did anything change and so I had his support in doing this. And when I came back after the six weeks and, you know, did the other blood test and we talked about it, I'm like, I have felt zero change whatsoever. Like not good or bad, just zero, which makes me think the same sugar pills for, <laughs> for placebos. Like, right. Exactly. Right. And right. so, and he said, t- he said to me at the time, again, when he said like, nobody's ever questioned that before. And he, he asked, he was looking at, you know, have I been tested for Hashimoto's or, you know, all these other things where it would have made sense that I had been on this, this drug for this long. Yeah. You know, he did his due diligence. He did all the things that this functional medicine doctor had told me to ask about. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have complete confidence in him, but um, it was so interesting because it was that initial doctor, you know, from when I was 20 years old that didn't do that test. And I just assumed, oh, I have to continue taking this forever and ever. And then my doctor had assumed that she had done that test. Therefore, I needed it and just continued filling the prescription without ever looking at, does she actually need this? Because they don't have time to look. They don't have time. They, it's a lot of energy. I, I know this because when I look at at my own clients' labs, I'm like, this is why. So we're, like I said, we're recording this in January. In 2024, I'm only having 10 one-on-one clients and 16 lab clients. Obviously, I'm going back to school. I'm doing a lot of other things, but that's why. Because if I want to give my all, I cannot be looking and like, and like really give you detailed, you know, 
the 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 results and the the interpretation and like having you understand what's going on i cannot be doing like 50 as i've been doing the past years you know is helping helping 50 plus people in one year like we're 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 doing what we can right now with what we have because right this is a thing and also you self-advocated for yourself well and the other piece too is there was no reason to look for anything you know to look at is this Mm. causing anything because i was feeling fine right that mm-hmm. I was feeling mm-hmm. my normal. <laughs> I didn't know what it felt like to be off of them. I didn't know, you know, right. It yeah. was just like, this was yeah. my, my everyday normal. And I think about this often, again, as I work out all the time, as I, not all the time, not like obsessive about it, but regularly. <laughs> right. And yeah. I, I try and eat yeah. well most of the time. And, and I know what good feels like. So when I wake up in the morning and my head is foggy or, you know, my body is kind of creaky and and hurting, I'm like, oh, what did I do to cause that? Because that wasn't there yesterday because I know what good feels like. Yes. Yes. And I also. It's it's fascinating. And your homeostasis is not the same as my homeostasis. Definitely not. And that's the thing about when you're treating whole body, mm-hmm. right? Like when, when your functional medicine doctor was like, hey, you know what? Like, did you ever have this? Did you ever do this? Did you ever? Because we're looking at the whole person. We're not just looking at the black and white because a lot of the black and white is just like, okay, what has this person been through? What has this person have? They Moving is one of the top stressors in a person's life. Moving. Moving from one house to another. I'm like, oh my God, I've been, I've moved one day in my life. Hold on. Let me count real quick. Hold on. (laughs) I moved just, okay. So I moved in, I still need to about, I moved in six houses, seven, seven houses in America. Then I moved to Spain. Then we had a condo. And then we had to move out of that condo because that had bed bugs. So then we moved into the apartment and then that, okay, we're at 10 right now. And then uh, we moved into this house. That's 11. Now we're moving again. So yeah. When and I that's the biggest stressor. I think 20 to 26 years old, I moved nine times in five years. Like, oh my Lord. Big, right. And you know, when you talk about yeah. stressors and life stressors and things, I mean, I got divorced moved home twice and uh, lost my dad in a year, right? Like every stressful thing that could happen, happened all at once. And I feel like now it's 2024. So that'll happen in 2017, 2018. And I feel like just now I'm recovering from all of that. Recovering. And that's, that's, that's part of your self-advocacy. Yeah, we do not know. Us as professionals, we don't know what's going on. So like, that's why I, I made like a reel about it like a while ago where it was like, oh, what's your favorite color? Pink? Oh, mine too. So um, were you traumatized as a child? <laughs> like, <laughs> Right? <laughs> because we need to know these things. We need to know what's going on with you. Whole body healing. I cannot read your mind. And yeah. nor can you with mine, right? Yeah. So like, like we got to be able to. Money. It's absolutely yes. the same with money, right? I mean, we talk yes. constantly, you and I, about health is wealth, right? Wealth, and, yep. But it's the same yep. thing with money. Like, you know, there's so much trauma around money. Like 
how did you grow up? Uh, you know, what was important to your family? What were your, what were your family values? Um, did it, did you have to have the brand name, everything? Were you seen as less than if you didn't, um, were rich people bad, uh, or, you know, like all of that kind of stuff that really plays into how you approach your money, how you approach your health, how you approach what you deserve in life. Yep. And let me just yep. tell you, your, you your relationship, your friendships, oh. yep. You deserve love. You deserve health. You deserve to feel good in all areas of your life. So I don't care where you come yes, from. Yes, ma'am. You deserve. So I'm just throwing it out Every- there. Thank you so much. This needs to be heard. Can you repeat that one more time? Because <laughs> because I was personally not ready for that. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I want to hear it again. And I want to be like, ah, oh, yes. Well, you know, we forget what we deserve. And no matter where you're coming from, no matter what your income status is, no matter what your health status is, no matter who your friends are, you deserve love. You deserve a happy life. You deserve health. You deserve to feel good. And yes. you have to be the one to make that happen because nobody else is going to yes. do that. Yes. Yes. I am applauding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I do believe that there is always someone in our corner that is there to help us. But it does not happen without us making that first step, yeah. right? You know, even in relationships, I look at them. One person's not going to make you happy. Working with Jetta is not going to make you healthy. You have to do it. <laughs> yes, with yes, I can. You have to do it, right? <laughs> and no, it can make you feel rich though, because one day I know when you're in my life, it makes me feel like a billion dollars. Just so you know. <laughs> And I feel healthier than ever. I was thinking about you over the holidays, Jetta. I I think my biggest investment over the holidays was cheese. <laughs> but tell me why that was just a thing this 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 season. Cheese. That cheese. was it. So many people bought cheese. But I bought the good cheese because I'm like Jetta says I can. Me too. Cheese, but I'm going to buy. The um, good <laughs> I yes. Please have cheese. Also, the bougier, the better, okay? If there's anything I'm bougie about, it is cheese and wine. Those two things, oh, give me the Spanish and the French cheeses. Give me the Spanish wines. Give me the Italian wines. Like, bougie, bougie, okay? Imported. I want it off. Like, I want I want the grapes off of the Italian vineyards, the Spanish vineyards. I want to take them out from there, and I want to make my own wine, and then like drink it as I'm on the boat. Like that's how bougie I am with it. Okay. Like like the bougier, the better. Um, um, (laughs) but yes, I, a 1000%. This is why I think again, Mm self-advocacy, knowing that you deserve the health, you deserve a higher quality of life. And I want to, when I say that to myself, I even have to make myself a mental note because I'm not perfect and I'm still going through my own, stuff, you know, and I'm still dealing with so much stuff, right? I have to remind myself that the world doesn't owe me anything, but, and and we are so willing to do as a mom, as a small business owner, as a wife, as a, as a person that just, I have hobbies, I have things, I have desires, I have goals, I have intentions, I have these things that I want to do. The world doesn't owe me anything. Am I willing to live? Because we're all willing to die for the things that we want to do. We're we're willing to die for our kids. We're willing to die for our career. We're willing to, right? Are you willing to live for it? Are you willing to live and actually say, you know what? This no longer serves me. Whatever it is. I have have a a past client 
she was doing keto for the longest time and she was doing, um, the, the, um, the powders. Now I can't remember the company. Um, oh my goodness. The name is slipping from me. Anyway, she was doing powders to keep herself in ketosis. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she was taking supplements and all this stuff because obviously when you're doing keto and you have, and she had a very, very physical job. I can't tell you the job because she literally is like hired by the government. So I can't do that, but she had a very, very physical job. And, uh, she really, truly, she came to me and she's like, I feel like keto almost killed me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let's do some labs. Let's let's find out what's going on in your, in your body. She was having some liver dysfunction. She was having thyroid uh, issues. Adrenal cortex is just out of, out of whack. Everything was really out of whack. And I, she was actually at a very, very scary tipping point, right? Where we're talking about like, is a kidney functioning? Like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, she was at that, at that like teeter-totter moment. And I told her about my tavid and I told her like, just look into the people like, you're using these supplements. You're using these powders. Just look into these companies. Just do that. And then come back to me. Because she was very, very, as a person that she has a very difficult job. Her past, her past, like her childhood and her young adult was very difficult. Mm. Um, she's dealt with a lot of, in her own family, she had a lot of like substance abuse and things like that. And so the way she lives her life is completely different to what it was projected Right. Because most kids that w- that are raised in like in all these really sad uh, environments and no child should have to be raised in that. But situations happen and life happens. Right. Yeah. And she was raised in that and she came out the other end completely like like I said, she had a government job. It's like she's doing all the things that that she was told once that she would never be able to do. And she decided to do ketosis because she had, she was just in a phase of life where she's like, I've had enough. I'm gaining weight. Uh, I don't, my hair's falling out, this, that, this, that. Right. And when you see the marketing for these supplements, you see the marketing for diets, you see the market. That's exactly what it does. It's like, do you have your hair fall out? Are is your hair falling out? Are you having acne? Are you having, you know, this is, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, Little do we understand that like hair falling out, acne, weight gain, this is all such very vague symptoms, such vague symptoms that can go under over a hundred chronic illnesses easily, easily, right? But it's like, but yeah, but ketosis, staying in ketosis and doing a keto diet is definitely for you because at the time that the marketing hit you, the time that you saw the marketing, the time that you saw... You were in that phase in your life that that's what fit. You made it in, in, in our heads because we have this inner dialogue all the time. And you saw that and you're like, yes, this is it. This is this is exactly what I need. But really, we're really acting out of the, the I don't know what the word is, but we're acting out without critically thinking about things, right? And you mentioned this earlier. It's like critical yeah. think about this, right? Okay. And so now, so she did that. Yeah. So she did that. She literally went ahead and like saw who the people owned it and all this stuff. And she actually stopped because she used to do like digital marketing and mm-hmm. affiliate marketing for them. Okay. She stopped doing that. She's like, oh my gosh. Okay. And now she did labs with me and she's like, 
I can't even begin to explain to you like how much better I feel. And I thought, I thought eating eating fats like oils, butters, uh, breads, uh, sugars. I thought all this stuff was really bad for me, and I had to rely on supplements. But once I understood the science behind gut health, once I understood the the actual education, not just the marketing, the education of what happens. It actually made sense. And that's the thing that I see is people are like, that makes sense. Where when they buy things like supplements or like where they buy into like a fad diet or like, you know, lose seven pounds in seven days, right? Like that kind of thing. Like when when we're talking about that, it's more emotional. Where when you're talking about sustainable health, it's much more critical thinking. And like one plus one is two. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the right? same exact scenario with your money, right? Like, and I know both of us as, yeah. as coaches, as advocates for people, we advocate for self-advocacy versus, you know, yep. giving people permission or saying, do this, but don't do this, uh, right? That's yep. not where we come from. That's not where I come from. I know that's not where Jetta comes from, right? Yep. Um, but just being aware of knowing what what the... Um, what the result is going to be, right? You know, there's, mm-hmm. and even in the financial world, there's been so many posts. And I think there's a book called The Latte Factor where, you know, people talk about, well, if you cut out your coffee, your Starbucks every day, then you'll be a millionaire, right? And it's like, it's not quite that simple, right? It's, it's like, not. And with, with Yesenia, she's, she's a money coach. We actually, I asked her, I asked her that. I said, is that true? And she goes, no, because it depends back to your values and morals you know and when i talk about stuff like that um you know again thinking a little bit critically like why am i doing this am i buying that starbucks on the way into work and again no shade to starbucks like love them or hate them it doesn't matter um yeah but if you know if i was buying a Starbucks coffee, $8 Starbucks coffee on my way into work every day, because that was a habit because that's what everybody else did because it had a, you know, a cup that everybody recognized and it had my name on it and I felt special and whatever. Great. But if it's become just a habit, just a thing that you do unconsciously for no other reason than you do this every day, just stop and think about it. Right. Like, again, I don't have any, anything against coffee. I prefer going to local coffee shops personally, but in that case, I will go very occasionally and I will spend $8 on a latte, but I will sit there for an hour with my laptop and do a bunch of work. And, and enjoy it. Yes. And I'm going to use yes. their bathroom and I might meet up yes. with a friend or a client or do something. And in that case, that $8 was well worth it. Yes. Right? 100% values and morals. Exactly. Right. And so, yes, you can skip the the eight dollar coffee every day and but only if you're investing that money in something that you do believe in that's going to grow that's the, the whole latte factor right it's like if you skip that's this, the whole thing that's the whole thing yep so that's the whole thing being mindful about all these things right and even i've got this um the three questions to change your life and your relationship with money and i think they probably they work really well with health please well. tell us Okay, so please tell us. Where's my little note? I don't want to mess it up again. Um, I have a little note thing somewhere. Okay, let me see if I remember them. Okay, so the first question, and this is, you know, every time you're going to spend money or, you know, same kind of thing, if you're looking at health, at buying a supplement, at whatever, look at first, ask yourself, does this 
provide me with the satisfaction, fulfillment, and value in accordance with the money I spent. Mm. Okay. So okay. that $8 latte, did I drink it and just chug it back because I needed a caffeine hit? Or <laughs> did I have the yeah. whole experience of the coffee shop and enjoy that? You know, was that fulfilling to me? I want to make a, a, a little example here because this just reminded me, this is the same thing as why when you go into like, like Walmart or Target, their clothes are normal price because it's a normal, it's a normal environment. It's a normal experience buying clothes, but you go into like Louis Vuitton, Coach, uh, Loi, right? Like you go to, and like there's someone there, and they're like, "Oh, do you want a champagne? Do you want some water? Do you want?" And I'm like, "Oh my, like yes, please. I want, I want the champagne, and I want the coffee, and I want the water, and I want all the things, right? And it's an experience, right? And they, they are the ones really like you're like, look, I'm looking for a little black dress. I can find a little black dress at at, at Target. I literally just bought one actually, like right before the holidays. I just got one because I was like, you never know." what's about to happen in like the spring I was like I'm just gonna get this little black dress it was my size I was like let's do it (laughs) everyone needs it so I was like I'm just gonna buy it you know and the that experience that same experience is like when I didn't have in mind to buy a little black dress but I saw it it was my size I was like oh okay yeah it's cute looks cute on me I love it okay it's so different when you go to like Louis Vuitton coach all these like little upper upper class if you will places and it's an experience and you're like this was so worth the experience the same thing happens when we go into the local coffee shop versus a uh, Dunkin Donuts Tim Hortons whatever right yeah. uh you're like welcomed in when you go to the local you smell the coffee because at the Tim Hortons have you ever noticed like I go into Tim Hortons and I'm like I haven't been to Tim Hortons in a while actually yeah. because I, I actually I haven't been in the Tim Hortons in a long time so <laughs> there you go there you go I actually someone brought it up to me that I don't know we were talking about coffee I don't know you have these like weird you know you know, the, the weird like conversations. And then you're like, Oh, and it kind of sticks with you. Okay. This was one of them. I go into Tim Hortons and I don't smell coffee. I smell eggs. I smell like everything else. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, Oh, that's so weird. But then I go into my local coffee shop. That's literally down the road from me. And I, I can smell the coffee. It's clean. There's people sitting inside. They have a little book section. They got like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole experience. And I'm like, this is why people also want to go to local coffee shops. Exactly like how you said, yes, you are getting your money back, but it's also because the experience is like, I want to go there. You, We don't go to Tim Hortons because like, yes, let's go to Tim Hortons because I want to go there. No, people are like, I'm just going to go get a cup of coffee and call it a day. Yeah. But you go to your local and you're like, these are my people. Yeah. And I... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it was the same, you know, before Christmas, I had a friend was in town and, you know, he's kind of a nomad. And so he travels around. He doesn't get a chance to go for a nice meal very often. Mm. And so we were mm. just kind of sitting around and he's like, you know what? I'd really love to go to a great restaurant with a really good wine list and a beautiful woman. And let's go have dinner. I'm like, let's do it. So oh, we went to this I love it. To this local place. I'm like, okay, let's, let's go to this place. And we had, you know, this gorgeous five course meal. The food was wonderful. The company was great. It was quiet. It was just the two of us. And it was so, yes. so lovely. And yeah, I could have cooked at home <laughs> like I do all the time. And I yeah. could have made a beautiful meal, but 
it was the experience and it was so wonderful. And that's not the kind of thing that I would do every night. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. It was well worth, it was well worth the money spent. Right. I got well the, the worth moment, it. Yeah. The joy, yeah. the value out of that meal. I think we both did. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. What were the second, the third question? Yeah. So the second question is, does this purchase align with my values and purpose? Right. Oh, so you mean the, this entire episode, what we're talking about? Oh, so again, you know, looking at, um, looking at anything, looking at if you're going to buy another subscription, (laughs) you know, if you're going to get another Disney plus or a, um, Amazon or Netflix or whatever, right? If you're just even looking at the end of the month, you're looking at all of the things that you've spent money on. If you look at, does this fulfill or does this align with my life purpose and values? And for me, I I refuse to have more than one subscription service at a time. You know, I'll watch all the Netflix and then maybe I'll switch when they have a deal <laughs> on, you know, a 30 day free trial on something else or whatever, because I don't want to spend my life watching TV. That doesn't align That's with it my life purpose and values uh a short note about this we are actually the same and at the at the in like mid 2023 we actually subscribe unsubscribed to a lot of things that we kind of had this wake-up call like what is happening like like me and my husband we work well and we make okay money you know and we're like what is happening like we're not spending that much like we're not like you know i was like what is happening and we looked at our bank account and we literally i was like Oh my God, I did subscribe to this. I forgot to unsubscribe. I don't use that. I don't use that. I don't use that. I don't use it. All unconscious. Wendy. And that's how it's billed. So then you forget about it. Just keep paying. $800. Wow. $800. Oh, congratulations. I was like, thank God. Right? It was so good. And this was. And this was, and again, this is a fun thing, but this was at the same time that we did Speed Limit 45. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about awareness. It's being intentional. Awareness. down and understanding yep. what are we actually doing? You know, and even looking at things yep. from the lens of does this fit my values and purpose? Like, you know, I would look at when I was in the corporate world. You know, everybody wore the same types of clothes. You had to have the right brands. You had to drive the right kind of car. Mm-hmm. You had to live in the right neighborhood, in the right type of house. You know, everybody was getting their kitchens redone. Everybody was buying an RV in the summer. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That doesn't fit yep. me. And I was completely- It doesn't fit me. Exactly. Right? I was completely the black sheep. My old boss, I remember her coming and she was so excited. She wanted to show me this new trailer that she bought, this RV. And she's like, oh my God, Wendy, I saved- $30,000 off this trailer. And I'm like, how much did you have to spend to save? How much did you spend? $30,000 on a trailer, you know? And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, now back in the day, it was like considered, that's what poor people did. They moved to trailer parks, but now the rich people are buying trailers yeah. and moving to trailer parks in the summertime. And that's like the bougie thing to do. I'm like, Correct. Interesting how this is shifted. <laughs> right? The so world like, shifts. The world shifts. Yeah. And yeah. again, that was not important to me. I I have my yep. little tent that I can stick in a kayak and I can go off into the bush and be perfectly happy for days at a time. And I don't have to spend $30,000 yep. to do that. But that is my values. And that's what feels good to me. Amen. So, Amen. Right? What is number so three? That, so number three yes. is, and again, this one, it's kind of specific to work or to money, but I'm sure we can 
we can make anything about health, just like I can make anything about money. Um, and the third one is how would this expense change if I didn't have to work for a living? Oh, that is very much for health. How right. much would this expense be if I, if I stopped going to doctors, if I stopped doing what I'm doing, yeah. if I stop, what would be the expense? Um, I actually made a post about this a while on Instagram is how much is your chronic illness? How much time is your chronic illness actually taking away from you? Because yes. we're like, oh no, it's just another fad diet. Oh, it's just another supplement regimen. Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just, that's fine. Again, mental health. Okay. Mm -hmm. Being the elite in the basics. That's fine. But again, come back to what am I actually doing here? Because your body does need time to rejuvenate. Your body does need time to be like, oh, we're not giving this probiotic anymore. What do I do then? Your body literally does that. Like it literally, like, what do I do then? You've been giving me this probiotic, this supplement, this doesn't even matter, really. You've been giving me this, even food, even food that works the same way. Okay, what if what if I stop doing keto? Do I just like one day just like eat all the fats, all the breads, all the everything? Like what what do I do? Right? Like there has to be a very subtle way to do it. But again, the more time that you do the supplements, the fad diets, the all the extremes, the more time that's going to take you to wean yourself off to then get into the diverse time to start healing your gut. Oh man. So I have a true hourly wage calculator on my website um, mm. where, and this was a huge game changer for me, right? I looked at how much does my job cost me to have it. And I built a calculator that actually shows that. So, you know, if I looked at, I'll just quickly give this example. When I was working in the corporate world, you know, say I made um, $50 an hour as a wage, Right. But then I would look at what does my everyday look like? Well, I had to drive half an hour each way to go to work. I had to drop my kids off at daycare on the way there. I had to spend about half an hour every morning grooming, you know, making sure my hair looked right, making sure I had the right clothes. I'd have to spend money on the right clothes. Um, I would buy yeah. lunch occasionally. I would buy the coffee on the way into work. At the end of the day, I'd be too tired to cook a healthy meal. So I'd grab takeout on the way home. And then I would, you know, sit and de stress with my my glass or bottle of wine, I would sit and watch Netflix, I try and escape my life for a couple of hours. And when I did the calculation of how much time I was spending to not only get to my job, but recover from my job. And also, um, you know, not not the time I was spending that, you know, the eight hours a day I was being paid to work, but also right, all of the right. expenses that it took in order for me to have that job, that $50 an hour, yeah. I was making about $10 an hour. And that was the huge eye opener for me that made me see, what am I doing? This doesn't make what sense. What am I, I doing? Could, yes. I could clean houses and make double that and have a better quality of life. <laughs> right? Seriously. Right? Seriously. These are the kinds of things that I look at. And just when you said that about the health, I'm like, oh, we could put together a chronic illness calculator because it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's the when, same thing. Oh, when I had my, my back issues, I had surgery in February. It's been almost a year. My God. Since my it's been. <gasps> right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Next month, it'll be a year. And so I had this, I had this back pain, I had this issue and I needed to have surgery, tried to avoid surgery. And, you know, for a yeah. year between I was in massive amounts of pain. And so I was seeing every chiropractor, osteopath, 
um, acupuncturist. I was going to my trainer. I was taking painkillers. I bought every kind of tool, (laughs) massage. I went to hypnosis, like everything I could possibly think of to try and, and work around this pain that I was in. And once I had the surgery, all of those expenses left. Yeah. Because that was what I needed at the time. Right. But it's the same thing around everything. It's, you know, it's, it's all about the, the whole choose your hard thing, right? Being, being healthy is hard, but being unhealthy is really hard too. It's harder. It is harder. It is harder. Like I'm going to tell you from personal experience, it's, it's harder uh, uh, doing the extremes because here's, here's like the cycle that, that again, I mentally went through and I see, 99% of my clients go through is that when they do an extreme diet, a keto, another fad, um, a a detox regimen, a supplement regimen, it's this, it's, it's the cycle. It goes up because I'm really excited to try something new because I'm sick of, I'm sick of, sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And then time goes by and then your immediate emotional high comes to an ultimate low because now you're actually feeling worse because you spent so much money and time and energy towards this one thing and then the cycle then goes okay I'm going to try something else then and you keep doing that and you keep doing that and you keep doing that and it's really hard to be in that cycle and get yourself out and pull yourself out of there because you you are like you know what exactly like you you're like well there's still this there's still this there's still this there's still this there is but because my values and morals have were not aligned because i was dealing with a lot of trauma i was dealing with terrible relationships i was dealing with a lot of things happening in my life school you know all, all this stuff that was happening in my life at the time that was just my 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 consciousness not being able to critically think, not being able yeah. to ha- to make an executive decision because my bandwidth was gone. It was yeah. all my energy towards just surviving. I actually talked about with my five year old son. Well, he's about to be five, I should say. He, we were le- learning about uh, Black Panthers. Okay, okay, and um. The reason why we're learning Black Panthers and animals right now, like literally this month, is because at karate, uh, they have a new belt, right? And their level of belts for little kids is like animals. So like you have the turtle and then you have the leopard and then you have the tiger and then you have the lion and then you have the eagle and so on and so forth. And the last one is the Black Panther for like the kids, right? So the whole thing, yeah, for the black belt, right? And then there's like stages of black belt and there's it's all a whole thing. So right. he got a certificate for the first time that he changed belts, which was like after a month and a half of that, mm-hmm. he changed belts and we just, right before the holidays, we got the certificate and I was like, oh, cool, you know, and it was really cool because it was a visual of him receiving a certificate because he got the belt and then like that was it, you know, but he got the certificate and he was like, oh, like I was a turtle. Now I'm a tiger. Oh, cool. You know, yeah. so it was really like that visual thing. And he said, I don't know what that animal is. And he pointed to because he knew all the other ones, right? Yeah. The eagle, but there was there's even a snake in there, right? All this stuff. But he's never seen a black um uh 
not puma. Oh my God. I just said panther, black panther. I've never seen one. And I said, okay, let's, let's talk about it. Right. The black panther has to, and again, this is literally homeschooling. This is why I love homeschooling, which again, that's a whole thing within itself. So we looked up on YouTube, Black Panther and uh, Black Panther animal, Black Panther family, Black Panther, you know, whatever. And there's one video on YouTube that explains how the Black Panther sits and watches what is happening and hides in the shadows. So then he can actually end up ruling the land, right? The whatever the right. And my my son was like, well, why didn't he just like fight with the with the king of like because it was like a lion that was that was the the king of the of the land at at like when he arrived there right right and the black panther arrived he was like why didn't he just fight it like he's strong he can climb a tree like why couldn't he just get him up a tree my five-year-old son saying this yeah. why couldn't he just get the lion to follow him up a tree and then like rah 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 fight him off and then like you would fall off the tree and that was it and i was like this is a really good question, but, and then, and then we, and then I had to, in for a five-year-old, I had to explain why that's not the real world. We -hmm. can't just go in and attack, even if that's the intention, that's what we want. We want this thing so freaking bad because that's not the problem. The problem is not wanting it hard enough. Okay. We all want to feel better, right? The problem is not that, but we have to have some sort of, like plan some sort of like i i have this from uh diana davis so shout out to diana davis for this um she is she's someone that is currently helping me right now in in my own like back end of my business so um she talked about how whenever we are making a plan no matter what it is for our small business for our family for our an intention that we have. We want to write a book. We want to learn a new skill. doesn't matter if we don't have like, like how a river bend has the, has the, the sides to it. Right. Okay. If we don't have that, then we're just a lake. So if we don't have the banks, we're just a lake. Oh. We're not a river. So we're not flowing. We're sitting still. Right. Love that. Ex- right right and so like light bulbs are flashing <laughs> light bulbs right and so this is why like when i had to explain to my son this is also on that same token of that's why the health has to be aligned with your values and, mor- and your morals because that river can be named whatever you can do whatever you can swim up it you can canoe up it you can that's up to you whatever tools you want to use but make sure that aligns with your values and morals because the keto the supplements nine times out of ten they are not what people are wanting there it doesn't align with their values and their morals deep down yeah. they want something that when they wake up they just feel better they don't have to rely on taking something else yeah. and that's where people that critical thinking the sitting back and sitting in the shadows for a bit sitting there and being like ah this is how this world works yeah. great now i know what to do absolutely so you know, and it's so simple to start um you know, people get overwhelmed. Like you hear all of that and you're just like, okay, great. Yeah. I want to feel yeah. good. Where do I even start? Um, and I'll offer yeah. one tip <laughs> that I start everybody on in their financial journey when they work with me in their health journey, their life journey is track something. Just pick one thing mm-hmm. 
and track it because that'll bring some awareness Mm -hmm. to whatever it happens to be, right? For me right now, I'm like, okay, I've been feeling kind of sluggish and whatever. And it's not about calories. It's not about pounds on a scale. For me, I'm like, I just need to drink some more water. So I'm going to start tracking. Am I drinking enough water every day? And, you know, I'll have my list of, I'm like, I've decided I'm going to drink this many bottles of water today or per day and just see how that feels. And that just helps you track things, you know, and from, from my own journey, I started tracking my spending. Like I just literally walked around with a little notebook and wrote down every penny that I spent for, I did it for, I started with a day And then I'm like, no, I want to do this for a week. And then I did it for a month. And then I continued on because after a month, I could see some patterns. I could see some trends. I could see, is this feeling good? Is this not feeling good? Does this align with my values? Does it not? And until you sort of establish that pattern, it's really hard to know in your body, in your life, in your bank account, (laughs) what is changing. And just by tracking something, just pick something. It doesn't matter what it is. Just pick something and that'll help with the awareness um, and help you to start making a change in whatever area. I love that. This is perfect. This is really, really a tip that I give as well for health. So perfect. With that being said, Wendy, tell us how people can find you uh, and uh, remind us of, of the links that you were talking about, your website, and then um, I think there's another link that you mentioned, but give us yeah. all the things. So I've got um, my website is wendyverway.com. Um, and I think you'll probably have that in the show notes. And on there, you can find a link. I will. My true hourly wage calculator. So you can figure out how much your job is actually costing you to have. And I apologize in advance because you can't unsee that number. Um, but it's an important number <laughs> to have in your life. <laughs> Um, yes. so yeah, you can find my true hourly wage calculator on there. You can also find the vote with your dollars masterclass where we talk about, um, you know, really getting into becoming an investor versus a consumer. And when you start to approach your life like that, things change rapidly. Um, so the masterclass is on there. I've got other online courses, more fulsome online courses and tools. My coaching offerings are there as well. And you can find me on my podcast, which Jetta has been a guest on twice. She's been my first repeat guest. <laughs> And the podcast is called (laughs) Fire Yourself First. So FIRE is the acronym for Financial Independence Retire Early. And Fire Yourself First, that's that's where I find my joy. I'm on all the socials, all those things. Also, go to Wendy's Instagram and just give her a quick shout out because she is the ultimate person that said, Jetta, just press record and just do the podcast. She is the person that told me verbatim that. So yes, huge shout out to you for that, Wendy. Thank you so much forever and ever grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. I, for you, I'm so proud and all the things. Love you. Um, All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for getting to this part of the episode. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your comments. We want to hear your concerns. We want to hear your questions because that's how we know that this episode really landed and really you got a lot out of this episode or not. Let us know so then we can continue to bring episodes to you that really fill up your cup. All right, guys, that is all. Uh, Until then, I will see you in the uh, next episode. And until then, rest, but don't quit. See you guys.